Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. All right, guys, it's Pat here with an Instant Reaction Podcast. Uh, a sad one. A sad one today. Incredibly unexpected. Um, and maybe, I guess, maybe it shouldn't have been as unexpected. Uh, but Julian Edelman's contract has been terminated by the Patriots. Um, it says that it is uh, from a failed physical. Uh, we all kind of knew and, and had heard that his knee was no good. And that uh, you know report came out, what, just a few weeks ago. Um, basically saying exactly that, that uh, his knee was was not in great shape, um, that he didn't think he'd be able to play a full season. Um, And Al, right with you, buddy. Uh, I feel the same way. Um, You know, he wasn't confident that he was going to be able to play the full season. Um, And I think that that we probably should have anticipated that this was happening, right, that he he could theoretically be cut. Uh, Mike Reese has already come out and said that, you know, there's an anticipation that he's going to retire. Um, which which could certainly happen. Um, it just it just sucks, man. It just sucks, right? I mean, this is we thought that Jules was going to be part of the plan moving forward. Um, you know, we're kind of hopeful, right, that he that he would be, but unfortunately, it's just not the case. Um, I really thought, I honestly, I really thought that he um was in contention for him. I really do. I. I uh, Okay, let's talk. Well, hold on. We'll talk about that in a second because I think that the the overall arching the, the overarching thing with him is is kind of is interesting. But you look at at where he started his career. I mean, college college quarterback at Kent State comes in here as a seventh round draft pick as a nobody, you know, a kick returner, and has basically doesn't do anything for his first four years that he's here. Leaves, goes out, sees if anyone will give him a contract. The Giants offer him the veteran minimum. Same thing the Patriots offer, a veteran's minimum. And, uh, you know, and, and they, and then, so he says, screw it, I'll just come back to the Patriots if that's the case, right? And that was 2013, boys and girls. 2013, that was, okay? Up to that point, he had then really hadn't done anything. In 2013, he finished with 105 catches, 1,056 yards, and six touchdowns in 2013. So had himself one hell of a year, got paid obviously the next year, um, you know, 92 catches in 2014. 61 and 2015, 98 and 2016, 74 and 2018, um, and then 100 in, in 2019. And then, of course, last year, you know, he was hurt for a lot of time. Of course, you know, some of those things will be marred by his injuries, right? 2017, of course, he wasn't healthy for the, for the Super Bowl. So, um, and so, right. And so, Ryan, yeah, Ryan, I'm going to talk about what Ryan just said. I'll, I'll pop that up there in a minute, but. But what an amazing career that he had. And one of those guys that everyone loved him. Everybody loved him. And, you know, a fan favorite, a favorite around the team, one of Brady's favorite targets. Um, and this is this is really the thing for me. He's a first ballot Patriots Hall of Famer. First ballot Patriots Hall of Famer. People can talk about Welker and, you know, the comparison between 
uh, comparison between him and Welker is interesting because same type of guy, big numbers, everything like that, right? But you look at, to me, it's it's what he did in the postseason. What he did in the postseason is really what is is his claim to fame to me. Um, you know, that's that's honestly, that's really where it is. Now, 2009, he actually had six catches in 2009, or I guess 2009 season, right? His rookie year had six catches against against Baltimore. But in 2011, 2012, he played in four games, but he only had three catches in all in all those games. But he finished in 19 games. He finished with 118 catches, 1400 yards, and five TDs. That's 19 games. If you take away, if you take away those one, two, three, four, five games, guess what? That's 14 games. That's less than one full season. He had 118 catches. 1400 yards and five TDs. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Second all time to uh, to Jerry Rice. So you know, you, you look at it and, and say, really, honestly, what he did was amazing. And so, uh, and Ryan's right; he never reached the Pro Bowl either. But uh, Big V is a good question here about you know if Welker if Welker gets into the Hall of Fame, Jules should certainly get into. I don't think Welker's getting in the Hall of Fame either, to be honest with you. Um, so I, I think that's that's kind of a moot point. I thought that the the best case that Edelman had to get into the Hall of Fame was he had to put a few more years, uh, a few more years in, and unfortunately he just he wasn't able to do that. His body just let him down. Uh, I mean, look at the Seattle game. He was he was barely healthy in the Seattle game last year. And he dominated, dominated that game, um, and he was barely healthy in that game. So you know, it's just it, it's tough, right? And Hugo, man, I told you, Hugo, we're with you. Like so sad they released him. Um, Ryan, I don't know about top two ever. I might take Stanley Morgan over him. Um, but certainly, certainly in this era, top two pass catcher of all time, for sure. Um, but you know, it's a sad day. And like I said, we kind of, we kind of knew it was coming, right? The writing was on the wall. The reports came out, you know, he's not healthy. Doesn't know if he's gonna be able to get through the whole season. You know, we don't know what it's going to look like, blah, 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 right? All those things, Right. We just, in the back of my mind, I was like, all right, okay, okay, fine. He can't play the whole season, but like he'll go on IR or he'll go on the pup list and he'll come off week six and then he'll play. Or he'll go on IR and they'll pull him off week nine or, you know, something like that, right? I I, I, I didn't want to admit to myself, right, that Edelman could retire, right, that this could be the end of it. And it unfortunately seems like it. Now, maybe... I mean, the report already came out that he's probably going to retire, right? That's already out there that that's probably going to happen. And so I think because it's already there, it kind of makes sense that that's going to be the case. That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be, right? That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be. There's a possibility that he ends up somewhere else, whether it be Tampa or whether maybe he comes here or whatever the case may be. But um, I, I just, I don't, I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening, unfortunately. Uh, it seems like it's gonna it's moving towards retirement, and then we'll see what he wants to do with his life, right? If he wants to be a coach, he can stick around here like Troy did. Um, you know, obviously, it took Troy a while to get back here under the coaching system, but uh, you know, if he wants to be an analyst somewhere, if he wants to, whatever he wants to do, he can do it because he's a talented guy. He's been around the league. I mean, look at what he's done, right? And it's funny that the 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 conversation with him and Troy is is funny because Troy did the same thing back in the day. Was playing slot corner, right? Got to pick off Drew Bloods. Oh, as a matter of fact. Edelman was doing the same thing in 2011, was playing slot corner for that team in 2011. So, you know, it's just, it's crazy how he's bounced around so much. He's a phenomenal, uh, arguably the best partner the Patriots have ever had. 
um, never mind receiver, arguably the best punt returner they've ever had. And so, you know, the the levels that they'll miss him at is unmatched. And, you know, and it's bad. And and look, yes, Cam struggled last year. We know, we know the story with Cam, right? But the best that this offense looked last year was week two against Seattle. And I know Seattle's secondary stunk. But the one thing that we had in Seattle that we didn't have the rest of the year was a healthy Julian Edelman. That's the one thing we had that we didn't have after that week two, right? He hurt his knee in that game, was never the same, couldn't play, and then, you know, now here we are. So if he had been healthy last year, who knows what would have happened, right? And so um, it definitely sucks. It sucks. Um, but I think that I think what this signals to me, moving forward, this signals to me is that the Patriots are looking at wide receiver in the draft, um, and they needed to make a decision on Edelman now. Um, and... You know, I think that Jules kind of looked at the writing on the wall, and the Patriots looked at the writing on the wall and said, "Look, it's not going to happen. We want it to happen. It's not going to happen, though." Um, and so, I think they they cut him, give him, you know, give him time, cut him now, see what happens. You know, give him give him an opportunity to kind of see what happens out there. But I think I think in all likelihood a retirement's coming. Um, which again, if he retires, first ballot, the first second that he is available, he'll be in the Patriots Hall of Fame. Five years from now, we'll be talking about Julian Edelman's in the Patriots Hall of Fame. Again, Canton, I think, is a stretch, but his postseason numbers alone, man, his postseason numbers alone, he was a Super Bowl MVP, um, obviously in 2018, but his postseason numbers alone, what he did in that 2014 Super Bowl, I mean, listen, I, I understand, right, I get it that really, right, in 2018, he was the MVP, but that 2014 Super Bowl, what he did in that game, I mean, is unbelievable. That third and 14 catch, getting absolutely annihilated by Cam Chancellor, by the way, targeting left his feet, targeted, hit him in the head, didn't matter, didn't make a difference. No, he doesn't care, right? Then caught the pass, hip was killing him, caught the pass, dove for the first down uh, to get to get him in first and goal when he, before they threw a touchdown pass to uh, Amendola, and then, of course, they come back with that whip route and score a touchdown uh, at the end of the game there. So it's just, you know, what he did in that 2014 Super Bowl was unbelievable. Obviously, 2016, you have the you have the insane catch against the Falcons, which is obviously, you know, one of the most iconic catches in NFL history. And then in 2018, he puts on a show and wins MVP. And, you know, you just, that's what Jules did. Big games, he came to play in big games. That's what he did. Like I said, you know, I'll read you the numbers again. I'll read you the numbers again. 19 playoff games. 19 playoff games, five of which, five combined games now. He had nine catches in five games. So, Take those five games out, all right? That's 14 games. Take those five games out, 14 games, 109 catches in those 14 games. I mean, that's insane. Insane. And so, you know, that's that's just what he did. He came to play, not to mention his passing touchdown that he had against uh, against the Ravens, too. So he just, you know, you needed something. You needed a big play. He was coming through. Brady needed a guy open. He was throwing to him. You knew it, right? You knew it. He was one of the best in the league slot receivers that that the league has seen in the last twenty years, right? And and it's we've been lucky enough to have to go from Welger to Edelman, right? And we had Amendola too, which is fine. But it's funny how again, like I said, he walked out, he left, and the Patriots said, "Hey, man, look, we'll we'll gladly give you you know the veterans minimum because we like having you around here, but go see what you can get." And no one offered him a contract. No one offered him a contract. And then he came back, and the rest is history. But it's just. You know, it, it, it's it's a sad day. But again, I think it's a day where we can look back and say, man, Jules was, he was one of a kind, man. He was one of a kind. Just a phenomenal player. Just 
everything, when you think back to these last 20 years, right, and you think back to, and certainly the second half of, the, uh, of, this, of this dynasty, when you think back to those teams, Edelman is one of the first guys you think about, right? I mean, obviously, clearly Brady, but then it's Gronk and Edelman. Those are, those are the two guys that are that are mostly responsible, offensively at least, for, for the success that this team has had, you know, on these last, what, five Super Bowls that they've been in? And so, you know, you just kind of say, hey, man, like, that's that's what he did, right? And so, you know, and again, Gronk and Edelman came from the same trade. 2009, the Patriots traded back. Uh, second round pick, I believe, traded with the Jaguars, got a seventh round pick in 2009 and a second round pick in 2010. The seventh round pick in 2009 was Julian Edelman and the se- second round pick in 2010, they moved up three spots and picked and picked Rob Gronkowski. So one heck of a trade from, uh, from, from Jacksonville. So, but that's, but they saw something in him and he built it, right? He it took him a long time, but he built it and he was a great punt returner. Again, like I said, arguably the best punt returner the Patriots have ever had. And it's a sad day, but it's also a day to remember that, you know, these this era now is kind of like slipping away, right? Brady left last year. Edelman's gone this year. Gronk is gone. Like it's that era is kind of we're moving on to this new era. And it's sad. It is. It's sad. But it's it allows us to to reflect on the greatness that that was, right? And uh, and hopefully we'll be again. But But honestly, what they've done... Will never be matched, right? And so now we can kind of step back and say, okay, we we know we can understand the greatness of Edelman, and we can argue about Canton. I don't know what's going to happen, but we can argue about it. We can certainly argue about it. There's a, there's a conversation just because of the postseason accolades, right? But um, but he'll be at one Patriot place for for sure. He'll be at one Patriot place in five years, absolutely. So uh, I'm looking forward to that day, and I'm and I'm hoping. You know what? I'm hoping that he that he makes it to a game this year, and we can we can give him a nice standing ovation. Uh, that'd be nice. But, anyways, that's that's all I got for you. Sad, like I said, a sad day. Great player, um, unfortunately, um, looks like is going to be retiring, but certainly looks like won't be playing for the Patriots uh, anymore. So Julian Edelman contract, um, you know, terminated again through a failed physical. So you would one would assume that that means that a retirement is coming, um, but of course. That hasn't been announced yet, but it's, uh, I wish I had better news for you. A crappy day, a crappy Monday, and uh, just terrible news. I'm just, I'm gutted right now thinking about it, but we're going to have to move on without Jules, and, uh, but he'll, but he's all-time Patriot, an, an all-time Patriot, um, a guy that, you know, we were lucky to be, you know, to have for so long, and, you know, great player, great guy in the community, and, um, you know, he's going to be missed for sure, but... Thanks, Jules, and uh, thanks for listening, guys, and and we'll talk to you soon. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.